Hey, we're back. And um, we're walking to Sephora at Barclays. I'm thinking, go to Sephora. And what I want there is kind of like a hair texturizing spray, like a sea salt spray or a sea salt powder or something for texturizing hair lightly. Sea salt, I think, is going to be it for me. I'm convinced that this will make my hair better and texturize it in the appropriate way that for my appearance. So I'm excited to go. And I don't know if I really want to get anything else. I can't really think of anything else I need. Maybe a brow pencil, but I'm not done with my... I'm like, still have maybe 25% of the brow pencil left that I already have. So I don't really need that but um i know for sure i'm gonna look at the hair stuff i kind of need a conditioner even um and then i might just stop at the grocery store next door stop and shop and get a couple of my kombuchas and a couple of my snack packs and like snacky kind of foods and drinks and walk home um another idea is that i could like get something to eat while i'm down here but the choices are really like, I don't know, it's like Chick-fil-A or Shake Shack, which I'm kind of sick of both. There's a McDonald's, there's two McDonald's, uh, Auntie Anne's, uh, then there's a couple like restaurants. I really don't want to sit at a restaurant, uh, even though I'm hungry. There's Whole Foods, which I don't think I'm going to go there. I think I'd rather go to Stop and Shop. Anyway, I'm walking. It's not that cold. Today is Sunday. I'm on Atlantic Avenue. Um, Getting to the part where there's going to be people soon. So people are going to see me talk to myself, but that's fine. Anyway, I went to church this morning. And it's the first time I've been to church since in a while. Maybe, like, honestly, I can't even remember. A couple Easter's ago, honestly. Um, It's the last I could remember. But um, I did go to church, actually. I went to my friend's wedding a couple months ago. And that was a full mass. Anyway, I went to mass, and it was cool. Um, It was really long. Usually you would expect mass to be about an hour or hour 10. This was definitely an hour 30. They had some (laughs) extra things to do and say, which... I guess it's nice. It, like, shows the church has a church community. Um, It was Catholic. It was called St. Gregory's. Um, It was the closest Catholic church to my apartment. It was um, mostly a black church, it seemed. Black priests, black congregation, for the most part, black congregation, um, which was cool. I don't think I've ever been to a Catholic mass anyway, where it was a majority of black people and led by black people um the church itself was really pretty and and, and like um i loved the design of it It had a very old vibe highly decorative and um just how you want a catholic church to be really it was not minimal at all it was like awesome elaborate and old um which ruled the music was i would give it a medium score um it was really they had a choir they had an organist the organist was okay 
the choir was good. And then they had a couple songs where they had solo singers sing with the chorus. And that, that was really good. There was some, like, movement of spirit for sure. And the congregation actually clapped after some of the songs, which I've never experienced clapping at Mass before. I really don't think you should clap even. Like, at the most, snapping if you were really moved or or saying some amens or raising your hands up even just to the sky and closing your eyes. That's another way to show praise. Um, but there's some clapping, which was fine. The vocalist was really great. She did some, like, improvisational kind of singing on top of a song, which was cool. It made me want to sing at church, honestly, and it made me feel really capable to, um, like, join a church choir and become a singer at one. I don't know if this one would be the one I would do it at, because it didn't seem like the best, but I always want to join the best. I don't, Not even just the best, but... I, you know, it was good. It was good. The music was good. And I sang along. I had communion, took communion, blah, blah, blah. The church was really nice. Like, when you entered, everyone got their hand sanitized. Everyone had to wear a mask. At the end, too, I think they had hand sanitizer or... um, I don't know. It was, like, COVID-safe and friendly... Some things that made the mass longer than a typical mass were during the um, the prayer and response part where you do Lord hear our prayer. They like said every all these sick people's names out loud, like fifty people. They're like, and for all the sick and blah blah blah, especially. And then they listed like fifty. I was guessing parishioners who needed wellness prayers, and then they did one for people who died, which took a while too. And then at the end of Mass, they did a second collection. So, like, normally they just go around once and collect money. But they went around twice, and they did a second collection for, like, a specific cause. That took time. And then there were a lot of church bulletin announcements at the end. Usually they do, like, the week coming up being, like, Wednesday we have a special Mass. And you could, you know, we're on Zoom. Or, like, we have a meeting for, I don't know, certain members to do certain things. But that took really long, too. So in the end, it was a super long mass, which I didn't really like, honestly. I, like, want to go to church, but it needs to be a tight kind of operation. I need it to be entertaining and clear. A a lot of it was unclear. I felt like the microphone system they had didn't work well with the acoustics of the church. And it muffled and sort of made it and echoed in a way that made it hard to understand like the homily and like all the things the priest was saying um could just be that my ear isn't like attuned to the acoustics of that church and the way the priest spoke or whatever but also I think it could be could have definitely been improved for clarity that would have made it more enjoyable anyway I'm glad I went it was just like something to do and It felt good, honestly, and I could see myself going to more masses. I don't know if it will be, like, that church again. That's the closest one, and it was nice. I would definitely go to it again, but there's another church that's, like, a similar distance, just a little further. I maybe could try next time and see. Um, Anyway, yeah, that was fun to do. And now 
I'm walking to Sephora. Um, I'm trying not to freak out that I'm, like, I don't know. I'm not making any income, and so it's just, like, kind of scary right now. All my money has to go to rent, and then I kind of only have, like, savings and crypto left, and it's, like, not a lot. So that kind of worries me, but I don't want to, like, honestly even spend any time or energy on it, on that worry. Instead, like, I have a project I'm trying to do, which is, like, I have basically all the songs now for my covers EP, except one, Writing on John. And then I kind of want to make one myself, even. So, um, I've been, like, trying to work on that. I wanted to make, like, a Red Kyle's version kind of track, and then I tried to do it with Red, and then I realized I don't know if I want to sing Red. And then I looked for another Taylor Swift song cover, and it's like, I don't even know if any Taylor Swift songs really fit. But it'd be not, I feel like for my covers EP, it'd be cool to have one song that I just produce entirely myself and call it Kyle's version. And I'm, that's not done either. And then I also am trying to make a music video for the lead song. I'm trying, aka like haven't tried it all but like want to do so i have some blocks i guess creatively keeping me out of action and i don't know it might just be fear honestly like fear of not having money kind of giving me a certain like inability to act or it's like maybe i should try to get a job or something but i i definitely have a month or so where i don't have to so hard like i definitely have a couple months left in me before i don't have any more money I know, right? It sounds bad, but it's just how life is sometimes. Um, for some people, not all people. It depends on the choices you make and the, the privilege you're born into and stuff. But, um, yeah, anyway, working on that. I'm hoping to have it done soon and, like, pick a release and, like, make the video and everything. I'm working on it. Like, even me going to Sephora is working on it, I decided, because... I'm getting beauty products, stuff I could use to appear better in a video. You know what I mean? It's, like, worth it. It's part of... I'm doing work, basically. Um, (laughs) Yeah, anyway, okay. Well, we're really close now to the hub of things. Like, tons of people. So I'm going to check out and then come back later, I guess, after um, shopping a little. All right, we're back. We're walking home and things happened. So let's talk about them. <laughs> um, so I went to Sephora and you know what? I had a blast in there, I think. They had a lot of brands in the skincare section, like like dozens and dozens and dozens. So I got to see all my favorite brands and look at their products in person, which was great. I got a hair mist, a sea salt mist from from a brand called Playa, which I saw online, so that made me feel like, oh, I saw it online, now I see it in real life, this is the one I should get kind of thing. Um, the brand Way, which is Jen Atkins hair brand stuff, had also a texturizing spray mist, but it didn't, like seemed like it had salt in it so i didn't get it i do like whey products and then i looked at trying to find an spf for my mom and i really liked the paula's choice liquid spf 50 
it's all it was all there it wasn't a mineral sunscreen though it was a chemical sunscreen i don't think it had the worst ones like i think the worst ones are oxobenzone or avobenzone or something like that but it did have four different chemical spfs which honestly i'm sure is is fine um I kind of trust Paula's choice to pick the least harmful, least tested and available in America ingredients. Like, I do trust that's kind of their thing. And I do have some trust in them that they just picked the best ones and that it's the best kind of, you know, non-mineral sunscreen you can get. But I was like, maybe my mom wouldn't like that. I'm trying to get one for my mom. I tried a couple other SPFs out, but I was like, uh, nothing here really. I saw Sunday Riley Good Jeans, and I thought my mom would probably love that. It's $88 for the small size. It's like, that's way too much. And then I for $20, I really should have gotten it, especially now in retrospect. Um, there's a Necessaire deodorant, and I thought that'd be a good gift for, like, um, I don't know, like, either my mom or my sister. So I was kind of stumped because I was like, hmm... Should I get this? And if I do, is it for my mom or my sister? You know what I mean? Like, I think it'd be for my mom. But I got my mom way more things than I got my sister. So I feel like it'd be good for my sister. Anyway, I didn't get it. And I looked at a bunch of other skin and hair care products. I put on some goop under eye cream it's like $58. It kind of stung. And I'm sure it's a good cream. Nothing against it. But, you know, a CeraVe eye cream is probably $16. And, like, I would even guess better for you. Just based on my experience using it, how good it works. For me. For dryness under my eyes, specifically. Um, so, yeah. Then I went to go to checkout. And the woman online was, like, shopping all the minis. In the checkout area, there's, like, a little maze you go through with all mini products. I'm sure if you've been to Sephora, you know what I'm talking about. But if you haven't, now you know. So I was like, oh, I should browse the minis, too. And I picked up a small-size leave-in hair conditioner from Way. I was like, this will be nice, because I kind of want to cut and color my hair before Christmas. And then after I do that, I should probably use a leave-in conditioner. It's $12 for the little size which is, like, a huge ripoff, but it's better than buying the full size. And then I got to the register, and I gave her my... signed into my Sephora account, and she said, so you have 20% off, do you want to use it? And I was like, what? She was like, yeah. I was like, I mean, yeah, I want to use it. She's like, okay, so it's only a one-time thing per, per member. And I was like, shit, should I get the deodorant? Should I get two of the deodorant? Should I get go get the Sunday Riley good jeans um I was thought about it. I was like no and then I went to pay with my Sephora card literally the only reason I went to shop at Sephora right now is because I don't have any money to spend but I have a Sephora credit card so I thought great I'll just go put it on my Sephora credit card but my card got declined twice so I was like, what the fuck? Because I, I didn't max out my Sephora credit card unless I did and put my 
surgeries on there my you know not my surgeries but you know whatever you call them non-invasive procedures on there um which I don't think I did but I may have or maybe it's just I didn't make a payment and but you would think if I didn't make a payment they would just keep charging me and let me charge to it more I don't know so that was really upsetting so I had to use my regular card and pay like $32 on my regular card my debit card which I need to pay rent with I don't have the full rent so that was bad um anyway then I left Sephora I did a lap around the mall just to be sure like do I want anything else from here the answer was no and then I walked across the street to um stop and shop and honestly stop and shop is one of the best supermarkets um it is just filled with things it's so spacious it's not like the nicest but it has a lot of things so i got my kombucha i like unfortunately um (laughs) i'm about to get by a car literally okay now they slowed down for me okay unfortunately like um they didn't have my favorite kombucha in the cans they sell it in four packs sometimes so i just got two regular bottles of my favorite plus one in an apple flavor which is seasonal and that i like it's like cider ish and in stop and shop one thing that is kind of upsetting to me is i couldn't find any baskets when i walked in i may have had to you may have to like enter through the exit to get a basket it's just something i'm not used to or didn't know i couldn't tell so i had to hold it all in my hands my hands were freezing from the bottles but I managed to pick up a few snacks. I got pizza goldfish, which is my guilty pleasure. And then I got my Sargento Balanced Breaks. I've talked about that before on the podcast. And they're little circular uh, plastic containers with peel-off lids. And inside are two sections, one with cheese and then one with like nuts and berries, like dried fruits. And I always get the pepper jack one. And it comes with peanuts and raisins or something. And I think it's the best snack ever. You get three of them per pack. And it's like $6. So it's way overpriced. But it is a balanced break. It is giving you so much with so little effort, you know? And I do... Oh, the... The Hanukkah truck is going by, and they're like, spirit over matter, light over darkness. Word. I love that. Happy Hanukkah, everyone who's listening. Hanukkah came early this year. Um, And that is everything I got at Stop and Shop. Oh, I also got a loaf of bread. And honestly, I feel like the prices at Stop and Shop for for the, like, premium brands are a little bit higher than they would be at, like, Whole Foods or another grocery market that carries the same brands. Like the loaf of bread I got was $6. And I feel like at my local grocery store, it's not more than five, maybe like five thirty or five fifteen at the most. That's what I can imagine paying for it as a loaf of bread. $6 in some sense for a loaf of bread. It's really pushing it in my mind. Although it's the bread I like. It's whatever, Mike's Killer Bread or Dave's Killer Bread, whatever it's called. 
Um, and I got the white bread done right. And it's just like, I'm eating white bread, yeah? But the packaging tells me it's better than white bread. So I trust and believe that. Um, okay, so then I went to self-checkout at um, Stop and Shop. And I thought for a second that they had good bags with handles, paper ones. Um, they don't. They have, like, really flimsy paper bags with no handles. So I put all my stuff in a bag, and it ripped. And I put that bag in another bag. And I tried to curl down the top of the bag as to create a handle. It's really not a good grip. And the kombuchas are heavy. So now I'm carrying it, like, underneath. Like, from the bottom right now. And I have my hood up. My hoodie. I'm wearing my Yeezy hoodie. It's brown from the Gap. It's the best hoodie I've ever had. Hands down, it was worth it. Um, And then I'm wearing my puffer coat over it. And just my regular gray jeans and white sneakers that I wear every time. And I kind of, like... Having the hood up a bit, it's appropriate because it's cold. And then, I don't know, it gives me some kind of like sense of safety and enclosure that is comforting to me and makes me feel a little better moving through the world. Even though I feel like I probably look kind of stupid. I feel like it looks stupid, but it feels great. Um, anyway, yeah, so my arm is kind of sore now. I feel like I have to switch hands, but that was essentially... Oh, you know what? I missed a detail. So after stop and drop, I was walking back, and I passed Old Navy, as you do when you do these things. And um, I went into the Old Navy because I was like, oh, I kind of want to get button-up shirts. I don't know if I talked to you about this on the podcast. I think I did, just in the last episode, about wanting a couple button-ups to wear open... It's like Old Navy might just have like cheap, random, kind of funny and good ones, right? You don't know. I don't know. I've never been there in a long time. Anyway, no. They're expensive and bad. It's like H&M is cheaper even. Um, Or Zara probably even too. And the designs there are like slightly better most of the time. There's more like, it feels like there's options. It's curated much better at those stores. And in Old Navy, it's this... It's like the aesthetic and the vibe is really bad. It's kind of like for people who don't know what to wear or who don't have a preference, who want to wear just anything. And then it seems like the quality is kind of like not great. Like it's not super considered. It's cheap essentially. But then the price tags are like other manufacturers, other like whatever retailers, I mean, where it's like, okay, it's going to be $35 for a button-up from Old Navy, but it sucks. Like, it should be 15 You know what I mean? Like, I would have paid 15 maybe for a button-up right then. <laughs> but um, anyways, you know, I spent five minutes in there, if that, before I left and kept walking. And now we're kind of like, mm, a good, a little bit more than halfway back. And I'm hungry. I didn't stop for food. So I'm thinking there's only fast food really on the way back. I can go to McDonald's and get fries and nuggets. And that would satisfy me. I can go to Burger King. I can get fries and chicken fries. 
that would satisfy me as well. There's Wingstop. I could put my order in now. And then by the time I get there, I probably have to wait like five to ten minutes before. And I would love Wingstop, always love it. And there's KFC. It's kind of cursed in there, but it's it's a different food than McDonald's and Burger King. You know what I'm saying? You're getting like chicken more than just nuggets or sandwiches. You're getting chicken on the bone, you know? And just a block further is Popeye's. Popeye's, honestly, to me, versus KFC. I'd probably pick KFC every time. Not that I don't like Popeye's. I do. And I like shrimp and everything. It's just that you get the same exact things at both, essentially. Not exact. You know, you can get a biscuit and chicken, I think, at KFC. You can get mac and cheese at KFC, I think, too, probably. And I don't know. Maybe I have to go to both of them again and reevaluate. But KFC, I like it more. Yeah, that's all. Um... The KFC near my apartment, though, is just not the greatest. It's, like, highly cursed energy, which I kind of like. I like to subject myself to that because it reminds me of, of like, truth <laughs> and humbles me and brings me to my place, um, which I find kind of, like, good but um, it is kind of like a really like weird cursed KFC that most people, I don't know if most people wouldn't go. Like a lot of people go obviously and get chicken there and it's fine. It's just like highly cursed. There's a $1 pizza place. I never had a slice from, but that would be something I would definitely do. Um, however, I spent my one, I only had $1 cash left on me and I spent it at church this morning. So... I don't have any cash and I just feel like you just don't go to a one dollar pizza place unless you're just paying in cash for me <laughs> I don't know that doesn't make sense to pay with my card or with Apple Pay I really can't spend any more money I do have food at home I do have chicken at home I do have rice um, I have ravioli I have pasta sauce I have eggs and cheese and I have macaroni and cheese boxes. I have an oatmeal cup. Um, all of those things I could eat. Especially the macaroni and cheese box. I'm curious to make something with it because um, I bought buttermilk at the store for like randomly recently. Like I don't know why. It was like a cute little, the smallest little like uh, <laughs> container of buttermilk, which I'm assuming is just, like, creamier, buttery milk, like, somewhere between milk and butter. And I thought that would be good in macaroni and cheese, right? Because, I don't know, like, as the binding fluid in mac and cheese, instead of using a stick, half a stick, I don't ever use a half a stick, instead of using a scoop of butter or a little bit of milk, but not buttermilk. Maybe it'll taste really good. I've never done that. Maybe it'll make it creamy and awesome. You know, you know what I mean? So maybe I'll just go home and experiment with that. The thing is, like, I am a social person. Everyone's a social person. Everyone needs to be socialized and, like, part of society, whatever. I believe that. But 
Um, I need to be doing it on, like, very specific terms, I think. And, like, it's hard for me still to manage social contact. Um, And I'm working on it, I guess. But it's, like, I have two roommates. And, like, if I go home and make mac and cheese, like, there may be a roommate also making dinner or sitting in the living room and, like, observing me make mac and cheese. And that is just something that for some reason I'm not strong enough to I don't know if it has to do with strength actually but I'd rather make it alone do you know what I mean like I'd rather no one watch me make it and like sometimes like I just need to be completely alone so I could act like beyond freakishly um like I don't know how to explain like what even that means but like making sounds or I probably I think I've talked about this before on the podcast actually but um it's something that I don't feel comfortable doing in front of other people I feel I really need to like tamper my whole self down to like make the right kind of space for others where they're not like uncomfortable or encroached on by my presence I guess which seems crazy but it's just like the facts so I kind of just want to pick up food and then go to my room Um, but it's okay if I see my roommates. I have to, like, try to... I have to see them all the time, and it's totally fine. And they're just going to be able to see me and witness me beyond my will, which is okay and is part of life. Anyway, like, living alone would be cool, but like I said, I don't even have a job. Um, I don't have any money. I don't have any desire to work. Um, so what am I complaining about? I have two roommates. That's totally normal for people like me who aren't working and have no money. I'm living out here in Brooklyn. Um, living in a great spot in Brooklyn. I don't hate it at all. I love it. It's accessible to the city. If I owned a building out here in this neighborhood, I wouldn't, I would be okay for the rest of my life. Fine. But it's also like... You know, it'd be nice to live in the city or live somewhere else completely where I could live alone and just have funds to fund my life for a few years at a time, I guess. I don't know really what to do. I and Okay, we're like getting on a thousand tangents here. Uh, anyway, yeah, I basically need to join a workplace or a group or a school or join some kind of program that puts me to use and gives me a schedule like I think that's a normal thing that most people need and want and helps their life be uh, stable and grounded whatever okay I am going to go I am probably uh, two two big blocks from my house I'm realizing I'm on Atlantic and this is not the street with all the fast food on it and I'm holding this really heavy bag so that might just be a sign to not get fast food and to go home Um, even though what I really want is delivery or fast food um I guess I don't need those things. And, okay, I'm just going to check out for now. I might come back. I might not. 
Alright, bye. Okay, one more thing. Remember in Hey Arnold, that episode where he sings the song called Don't Hit Me, I'll Hit Me, I'm Crazy? Um, if you do, great. If you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. But I feel like that introduced a certain age of millennial person to the idea that if you feel like you may be in harm's way, that acting deranged could save you. And honestly, I think that sometimes I'm like, if I feel unsafe or something for any reason on the street or I don't know, at night, I'm always like, well, if I just act completely crazy, maybe they won't hurt me or I won't get hurt <laughs> something like that <laughs> but um I don't know if that's true or I don't and I don't know if that came from Hey Arnold but I feel like maybe it did like I feel like multiple people have had that thought and it might have been planted by that or obviously it could just be a thought that anyone has like a conclusion you could come to independently of seeing that but I do think that had some influence anyway yeah just wanted to say that All right, guys, you're getting more episode today. We have a proper length episode. What I'm going to do now is read about the products I got at Sephora, like read the bottles. I just watched like four YouTube videos about the way leave-in conditioner that I got for $12. And I'm thinking it was a mistake. I should go return it and get a refund because I bought it on a whim. I don't need a leave-in conditioner. I just need a regular conditioner. And I need something nicer. Like the Whey bottle, it looks like basically a regular generic plastic bottle with um, what do you call it? A nozzle, I guess, and a cap. And then like the branding is literally just stickers. Like the front is, a, it's in, they're nice stickers. Like it has some gold leaf, but silver. And then the ingredients are just a clear sticker on the back. It's kind of cheap, right? For how much it cost. Something I was thinking of doing is just filling it with like a generic cream I have and returning it and then putting the leave-in conditioner in a different container. The smell has a very classic salon smell. I feel like that's on purpose. It kind of has a salon-y smell. I don't know how else to describe it, but it has a sort of like upscale salon smell. Some fragrances in it for sure. The front just says way, leave-in conditioner, revitalist and sans recage. Like, they put it in French to appear, I don't know. And then the back has really tiny text, and it says, a multitasking leave-in mist that works all day to smooth, soften, and detangle hair. And then it has it in French. And then the instructions say, mist lightly throughout damp hair prior to brushing, and or heat styling for added conditioning, thermal protect, thermal protection and control. So that's good. It will protect from like heat damage if you put it in before heating. Um, all the reviews said it kind of does what it says it does. 
Um, it says to avoid contact with the eyes, and it has a really long ingredients list. Um, one of the reviewers mentioned some of the ingredients. It's like so there's a lot of silicone-based ingredients, which helps smoothen your hair and coat it and kind of help it from getting wet and keep it helps also to keep moisture in. That's the way product. It's pretty simple. It's a small spray bottle with a white cap. It's nothing much. I really got it on an impulse and I'm already regretting it. I didn't even use it yet. However, I'm really excited to use my other product, the Playa Endless Summer Spray. I love the bottle. It's more like um it's like a matte kind of metallic, almost like a hairspray can, but smaller and thinner and skinnier, um, like a cylindrical, tall cylindrical with a cylindrical cap that comes off to show a spray nozzle. Um, I kind of could smell through the nozzle and it has a creamier, like it has some like traditional beach smell to it, if that makes sense. It's not salty smelling. More like coconut, I guess, smelling. Um, there is kind of like gold leaf-ish text, but it's more copper that says Playa, the brand name. And then there's a little circle, which is actually a sticker. It says it's 100% post-consumer recycled material. And then around the sticker in a circular text, it says Beauty Natural California. That's funny to me, but I love it. And then it says in smaller text on the bottom half, endless summer spray creates a soft and tussled, tousled texture. Southern California sea salt, beta carotene. Then French again, vaporiso torre perpetuale. And then it says SLS and paraben free UV protective, which is good. It's about four ounces. Um, and then the back, it says, subscribe to sustainability. Recycle your bottles at playabeauty.com. Made with sea salt harvested in Southern California, this formula gives hair the perfectly tousled texture you usually only get after a day at the beach. Our proprietary marine collagen complex nourishes strands without drying Natural UV filters shield hair and scalp from harmful rays. Hair is protected and looks effortlessly undone. And then it says it again in French. It must be a common thing to put your bottle in French. Um, Or maybe it's Spanish? No, it looks French to me. Use. Mist throughout damp or dry hair. Apply directly to exposed areas of the scalp for natural sun protection. And then it has an ingredients list. Water, sea salt, um, aloe, juice, japani suckle, flower extract, glycerin, coconut, water, seed extract, honeysuckle extract, extract, sucrose, citric acid, other extracts, soluble collagen. I wonder what kind of collagen they use. Um, A bunch of ingredients that are like scientific and long. Spirulina, Maxima, that's great. Gardenia for smell. Um, 
seawater. <laughs> seawater. Eru de mer. Um, potassium sorbate, honey extract, and fragrance. That's a pretty good ingredients list, even though I don't know all of them. Like I do, I could say a lot of them. It does have a have a good smell, and then it says with love from Venice, California. Playa Products Distributed, Venice, California, nine zero two nine one. PlayaBeauty dot com or at Playa. So this product, it's looking good to me. I think for my hair, it's kind of straight and flat and I like it to have some texture I actually use a whey product in my hair to give it texture which is the whey matte pomade and I really like it but it is kind of thick and it does kind of give you a more like not gel look per se but it looks like a pomade right you're gonna have a little bit more grease and it's gonna be a little bit more dramatic um, I was hoping that by using a salt spray, I could just get that more textured, beachy kind of hair, which honestly, I've always loved my hair after going to the beach. I think it looks good for me. So um, I'm excited to use them. I'm going to use them both. And I guess I could report back or not. But um, I thought it'd be fun to like read the read the bottles and do a little product talk. Um I'm holding them in my hand right now. I'm just like laying in bed. Okay, well, I think this is going to be the end of today's episode. Thanks so much for listening. Um, Catch you at the next one. Enjoy the rest of your day. Take care.